and welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness. That's right. You can take a look at the Subaru on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're cruising the internet superhighway, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Subaru in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. In case you missed it, Roden Track is back. Bigger, bolder, and better than ever. The magazine you've loved for years is now the ultimate lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts. And now, when you subscribe to Road and Track, you'll receive six supersized issues a year, access to digital content, and so much more. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Tom, tell me about the 2022 Subaru Forester. Uh, wild track, I think as it is. And also, uh, who are you? This is the first time I'm talking to you, Tom. What what the heck are you doing here? You're not Mark or uh, Patrick. Nope, nope. I am the new guy. I'm the newbie. I uh, just started, uh, what, five weeks ago. And I've been enjoying my time getting to know the staff, getting to know you, Wes, getting to know everybody. And uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. And so, yes, I did drive the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition. And uh, so this is supposed to be a bit more off-road oriented. Uh, you can't really compare it to, say, a Bronco or a Jeep Wrangler, uh, but it's it's made to look a little more off-roady. Um, there is uh, an extra half inch of uh, clearance underneath and reinforced suspension, that sort of thing, and some cladding to make it look a little more macho. Uh, and some bright anodized copper trim on it, uh, inside and outside. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a bad package at all, and it's not even all that expensive. To, uh, so the vehicle that we drove uh, was thirty three thousand nine forty five. That includes destination and handling, and that's not even the most expensive Forester. Uh, that would be the Touring, which is over thirty six thousand dollars. Uh, and then for a little more context, the starting price for a Forester is $26,000 and change. So th- this is one of the more expensive trim levels. Yeah, but let's not forget the average transaction price for a new car in the U.S. is right around $95,000 at this point. <laughs> at least that's the way it seems. No, uh, Tom, you actually took us on a quick little walk around of this little Subaru uh, Forester wilderness. And we're going to go to that right now. And I get to tell you today about the Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition. Uh, this is painted geyser blue and I'm walking around it here right now. It's got these uh, Yokohama Geolander all-terrain tires, uh, 17-inch rims, painted matte black, uh, kind of matching with the matte black cladding. Uh, you'll also notice a lot of uh, anodized copper, kind of goldish colored uh, trim. The uh, anodized copper trim supports the roof rails, and uh, for the Wilderness Edition, these uh, roof rails have been reinforced, so they will support 800 pounds of weight. Uh, 700 pounds was was on the previous uh, Forester. So uh, the Subaru Forester was all new for the 2019 model year, and this is the fifth generation Forester. It's been popular in the U.S. for a long time. It is uh, built on the Subaru Global Platform, which is a unibody architecture uh, that started with the Impreza in 2016. And as of 2021, this platform is used for every Subaru vehicle. So this is the third year in the market for the current Forester. It is the runaway number one vehicle that Subaru sells in the U.S. 13,531 units in the month of January. Uh, that is 31% 
of uh, Subaru's January sales in the U.S. Uh, for all of 2021, Subaru sold 154,723 Foresters, which is exactly 100 units more than the Outback, uh, which is the number two vehicle. So there's a lot riding on the Forester. So yeah, this uh, Wilderness Edition trim was uh, introduced in September and it's been on sale now for a number of months. As we look at the front here, you'll see this hexagonal grille, matte black, again, matching kind of the, the uh, matte black uh, cladding on the vehicle, wheel arches, and also the, uh, the wheels. Um, the starting price for the Forester Wilderness is uh, $33,945, and that's including uh, destination and handling charges. This particular model is slightly over $36,000, but in terms of the Forester range, the uh, Wilderness Edition is basically the fourth most expensive out of six trims. Uh, the most expensive one is the Touring, and that's $36,420. Meanwhile, the base uh, entry-level Forester is at $26,320. And I believe that uh, for the Wilderness Edition, of course, there is an Outback Wilderness and a Forester Wilderness, but I don't think we're yet seeing um, an Ascent or a, a Crosstrek Wilderness. So the Forester Wilderness gets some exclusive suspension components, um, longer uh, shocks, longer coil springs to give you 9.2 inches of ground clearance, and that's a half inch more than you'll get in standard Foresters. And just in case you should get a flat tire, uh, the Forester comes with a full standard spare stashed under the cargo hold uh, in the back of the car. It seems like this this kind of outdoorsy package is a trend that is hitting everything, right? It's hitting, uh, it's, it's turning fair uh, wagons into crossovers now, and it's turning crossovers into adventure vehicles. Can you talk about the, the ascension of these outdoorsy packages? Yeah, it it seems like a natural um, outgrowth from, you know, you're making these vehicles at high volume and you need a variant. You need something different. You need something to keep the vehicle fresh uh, in, you know, in the eyes of consumers who are shopping because uh, they have so many choices. This, this particular segment, midsize crossover utility vehicle, uh, I mean, it's, in, it's insanely crowded. So if you give one, one extra little, oomph there, uh, some, some new feature for consumers to get excited about, uh, it could make the difference between a sale uh, and a lost customer. So um, yeah, Audi, uh, you know, the off-road, that's one that, that came to mind when you said, yeah, we're seeing a lot of these types of vehicles. Yes, we are, uh, because it's, there's, there's a certain element out there that, that wants to um, commune with nature. And sometimes they feel like, well, if I have the right car, maybe I could really commune with nature. So uh, I, I think we'll continue to see more and more vehicles like this. Well, that does make sense. But Tom, you take this thing out on a quick little spin, which I'm gonna keep saying, and I'm hopefully that will stick and that will become a tagline that I have. But we are gonna go to that right now. All right, let's start up the Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition. We got a 2.5 liter horizontally opposed boxer. Yep, that's right. The pistons move from side to side horizontally. And uh, four cylinder, 182 horsepower at 5,800 RPM. 
176 pound-feet of torque at 4,400 RPM. Uh, this is a naturally aspirated engine, it's not turbocharged, so you're not exactly buying this vehicle for the engine itself. I mean, it's a perfectly competent engine. Uh, it, it gets the job done. There's a CVT. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of CVTs, but this one is pretty smooth. There's not a lot of that rubber band effect. Uh, when you're accelerating or decelerating, you barely know that that it is a CVT. So let's take this thing for a spin. In terms of fuel economy, I've driven this car for about 350 miles in recent days. Uh, last week, drove it from Detroit to Lansing and back on the highway. This vehicle is actually rated at 25 miles per gallon in the city, 28 miles per gallon on the highway. The highest fuel economy rating that you can get with this vehicle is 33 miles per gallon on the highway. Not particularly this Forester Wilderness, but there are certain, certain models of the Forester. Uh, but my observed fuel economy with this vehicle has been 22 miles per gallon. 22 for a naturally aspirated engine with less than 200 horsepower. It's not great. It's not scintillating. So let's talk a bit about the uh, Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition on the interior. Uh, we've got uh, water-resistant StarTex seating surfaces. Quite nice. It would be considered a faux leather. It's got some uh, dimpled patterns on it. There's a lot of nice anodized copper accents. So it's like that, that bright, almost goldish uh, sheen to it. Trim that is on the bottom of the steering wheel. It's on stitch work across the instrument panel. Uh, it's also on the doors in the center console. There's a nice uh, anodized copper bezel on the shifter. So very nice in that regard. Subaru interiors over the years I, I am really impressed with the progress that they've made. They've stepped it up. Uh, there's some nice faux carbon fiber trim pieces on, on the doors and on the instrument panel. Uh, makes, makes things a little more uh, interesting visually. Road and Trek is now fully loaded. Subscribe today at a special intro price of only 30 bucks a year, and we'll send you every supersized collectible volume of Road and Track magazine. Learn more about the Reimagined Lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts at roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. What a drive. No, Tom, so Subaru, historically, not the best interiors in the segment. Where does the, uh, this, this new Forester or refreshed Forester, uh, and more importantly, this wilderness package stand? How, how does the interior quality feel? Uh, I would say the interior quality is good. It's certainly in keeping with um, Subarus that we've seen in the past. Uh, as, as I mentioned um, earlier, in terms of their overall attention to detail for the user experience uh, and, and improving that, um, you know, in terms of the infotainment system, they've also done the same thing with better materials throughout the, uh, throughout the interior, uh, not as much cheap hard plastic. Uh, but again, it's it's also uh, a fairly straightforward approach to interiors, I would say. I don't really view Subaru as the type of automaker that likes to take chances in terms of the, their um, interior design. You'll see certain automakers really kind of pushing the envelope, trying some different color schemes, um, unique materials. but. It appears that the Subaru customer really likes um, somewhat predictable interiors. That doesn't mean downbeat or downgraded interiors. 
they're fine interiors, but I don't think a lot of people buying Subarus want flashes of red or bright colors or things like that. A more subdued styling. That's unless you're unless you're in an STI, and then all bets are off. But on a quick spin, Tom, we try to get to the essence of the automobile in the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition is no exception. So, Tom, I posit to you, what is the essence of this 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition edition? What's its raison d'etre? So the essence of the Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition is designed for the adventure crowd. Um, Subaru knows their audience. They have a good sense for how adventurous their consumers are. Um, adventuring out into the cold and snowy, um, icy conditions of the north, and then also heading out into the woods in the summertime. Um, and this wilderness edition is one more, one more arrow in the quiver that helps to, um, that, that helps to pull in Subaru customers and will also help um, keep Subaru customers in the portfolio. Uh, as I mentioned, there's a lot of competition out there for vehicles like this, and uh, it's 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 smart for Subaru to do this. I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see this uh, Wilderness Edition become a trim across most of their vehicles. The Ascent, I think, is really well positioned for it. I think the Impreza even could be positioned for it. Um, probably not so much the VRZ or the uh, or the STI. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 a fun it's it's a fun new attempt to um, spread their wings a little bit and you know some splashes of color. Like I say, it's all it's 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 um, it's nothing outrageous what they're trying to do. They're they're expanding the portfolio to some extent, and I think it's smart. I think it's smart too. I couldn't agree more, Tom. Thank you so much for answering my uh, my questions and doing the hard work driving this thing. I'm sure it was a, a big challenge. Thanks for having me, Wes. And thank you for listening. If you could, head over to the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify or wherever you listen to this thing, drop a five-star review. And if you could, leave a comment, say something nice. And if you do, I'll shout you out uh, whenever I read it, which could be now. Yeah, it's probably not now. I'm not looking at it right now. That being said, I say this at the, at the end of every episode, and I do mean it. Thank you so much for listening. Without your listenership, none of this would be possible. So thank you for listening.